0: Folks, here we are, one week after talking about if the Foo Fighters rope was really like King Missile's detachable penis.
1: Well, that's the first thing we learned was the song that is suspected to have been ripped off from King... uh, Wow, you already forgot. I already forgot their name. (laughs) King Missile.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the song that they thought was a ripoff was Rope, Uh, but really it's just that intro that delayed... Guitar riff intro yeah, is it's, very uh, reminiscent.
1: Yeah, it's got a it's got that delayed echo effect whatever you want to call it. I'm not a I'm not a specialist in guitar effects but very similar sounding but the riff, the chord uh, progression is completely different and then the song's just going two musically different directions once they start getting into it.
0: Rope came off of the Foo Fighters 2011 album called Wasting Light. So this is more than 20, or just about 20 years after the fact, right? That's how you do math. 1992 to 2011 is... Yeah, whatever. Anyways, yeah. I thought these songs came out around it's the It's been time.
1: 30 years now.
0: I know now it's been 30 years, <laughs> but at the time that Foo Fighters came out with this song, it was about 20 years after the fact. Okay. But it's just like, uh, if I heard the intro, if I heard the very beginning little riff thing there, I would question... In my head, which song it was, but it's just like Hell's Bells oh, for whom yeah. the bell tolls. Yeah, I- and there's one song by, like, Hail to the King, I think, by Avenge Sevenfold that all start out with that bell. And it's like, are they ripping each other off? I don't know. But don't, I, every single time I'm like, which fucking song is this?
1: Yeah, because you're not hearing You don't <laughs> listen to them side by side all the time. Right. Or ever, really. But when, yeah, when you hear it on the radio, it's like, which one is it?
0: Um, all right. Today, what are we? To- oh, speaking of fucking metal, I've been writing for Randy Rhodes, not for him. Um, I've been writing his like episode that we're going to do for season oh. six, which will be kicking off uh, whenever we fucking decide to do that. And in that research, God, so much of it was about Ozzy, which I've been learning a lot about him, and he really fucking pisses me off. And so does Sharon. Like, God, I almost (laughs) kind of hate them now after learning more about them. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the stories I found really interesting, it wasn't appropriate to include on Randy Rhodes' episode because it's much more about Ozzy. Right. So I figured, why not do a mini episode on it? And I mean, we kind of heard about this. I think in our Cliff Burton episode, and we must have talked about it another time, with uh, with Metallica, they had gotten all their gear stolen when they first got to New York. James Hetfield was, like, depressed about it, and everybody was just getting fucking drunk all the time. They didn't have anywhere to live, and then all their shit got stolen. So he wrote Fade to Black, and it was basically, like, him in his big pity party, like a suicide song. And then they started... Getting all this controversy because these moms were like, our kids are committing suicide because of your music. And they're uh, like, no, think no, again. That's not really. <laughs> that's."
1: There's other reasons behind that. Yeah. And you might be part of that reason.
0: Right. So I believe we've spoken about that before. This is kind of a similar situation where Ozzy had written a song and a kid committed suicide I guess while listening to it, and so they blamed Ozzy for it.
1: I I'm I believe I've heard this story before, but it's been a long time. But it's it's ringing some some hell's bells here, if I may. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, this thing this sounds familiar. This sort of stuff it comes around every so often, every few years
0: yeah and you hear
1: about somebody committing suicide and then they're blaming musicians or Mm -hmm. what have you which have nothing really directly to do with it
0: no genre is exempt because we just fucking did that article on cheryl crow and how that guy committed suicide because it's something she said on a tv show
1: oh yeah remember that was a
0: that was like last month um i mean the the, the sh- episode, it, the shit didn't happen last yeah, month. Yeah, happened years recorded, ago. But it, yeah. we recorded that like last month, and it's just crazy to see that, dude. I mean, Metallica and metal, I would expect because it's a target of a lot of like hatred from parents who don't want their kids listening to that stuff. But like, dude, even Cheryl Crow was a victim of this shit. I will not install updates. Windows, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, let's. Why don't you do the first part?
1: Uh yeah, let's tell them who we are. You're listening to Death by Music Podcast. I am Jake and I'm here with Alex hey. and of course Cassie will be back for the main episodes. We're we almost her had for tacos her tacos
0: tomorrow. Yeah.
1: Meeting for for dinner tomorrow. We almost had her for an episode, but unfortunately she got stuck with her adult baby. Dude. Not her husband. Um,
0: <laughs> though he is the second adult joking. baby. No,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think he listens. Um, we could talk shit oh, about That's him fine. All want. right, cool. <laughs> But yeah, Um, uh, Cassie's got her baby's like a year old now, but it is enormous. He is enormous. He's like a fully grown child, man. It's weird. Interesting. I haven't seen him in a
1: while. I I don't think I've seen him since Weird Al. Since he was like
0: freshly born. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's fresh out of the oven there.
0: Right. I haven't seen him since then either. Honestly, I haven't been over there. Hmm. Um, but yeah her husband dan is out of town so she's got the baby so she said if she came over to record then the baby would have to come too and we already have enough to deal with these dumbass cats so i don't know that <laughs> an additional human in the room i don't know i just don't think it would yeah i think it would be distracting for all of us if he wasn't sleeping right and we would probably then wake him up because we yell
1: i did see her the other week What? Actually, uh, I was visiting the local Spirit Halloween looking for... You
0: saw Cassie at Spirit?
1: No, not at Spirit, but it's near where one of her workplaces is. What the hell? And I went and parked. I was going to look for Ghostbusters stuff, and I saw Cassie's car. Oh. And I was like, well, shit, I'll go hit the Spirit Halloween and then walk over here and go say hi and had a little chat and... Hmm. Then I was on my way.
0: I'm kind of jealous. That's rude.
1: I don't know where you were at. You were probably off doing your nerd shit.
0: I know. I was probably at the Renaissance Fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're getting tacos with Cassie tomorrow so she can bring her baby to do that. We'll let you know what she says, which is probably nothing because she doesn't seem to like you guys that much. Um, anyways, you want to do? You want to read this article? Um, sure. Ozzy Osbourne.
1: All right. This is uh, ultimateclassicrock.com. Why Ozzy Osbourne was taken to court over Suicide Solution. This is by Matthew Wilkening. I almost went German on that, Wilkening. John Daniel McCollum shot and killed himself on October 26, 1984, while lying on his his bed listening to an Ozzy Osbourne record at his home in Indio, California. The 19-year-old's parents went on to sue, alleging that the lyrics to Osbourne's song Suicide Solution or a proximate cause for their son's death.
0: I feel like it probably was more of a note. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a cause, oh. but it was like, a, I'm going to kill myself already, and I can't think of a better thing to have playing on the stereo when these fucking nerds come in my room than Suicide Solution.
1: Okay, you well, because I... I hmm that makes me think now i'll have to go back and uh, go and listen to that song and just kind of listen to the lyrics and maybe you might be able to pick out something in there that he was he he could have been relating to the, to what was going on in that song
0: right i think it's more but i don't of, think
1: the song wasn't was the cause
0: no that would be dumb as hell yeah it's probably more of like a note to yeah leave, like this is exactly how i feel yeah that shit slaps that, that then-
1: makes sense I'd never thought about it that way He's a perfectly normal kid there Who really doesn't show any signs of any depression at all And happy And all of a sudden, six hours He's dead, McCollum's father Jack says No one could explain it The only thing we know is he was listening to this music
0: And that goes back to your point, Jake About uh, the parents are probably part of the problem If you don't know what's going on in your kid's fucking life Then maybe it's because you don't ask, you don't care
1: Yeah, there's That that shit goes way deeper than than, Than whatever this kid was listening to or anybody, you know. According to a police report, the former Black Sabbath star's 1980 solo debut, uh, Blizzard of Oz, was found on McCollum's turntable. It was cued to side one, which concludes with Suicide Solution. A photo from the scene showed he was still wearing headphones. There's not a, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about, McCollum's mother added. And I just keep saying, why? why, What was the reason? You know, he was fine. And then my daughter, always talking to her and I said, why did he kill himself? And she said, it was the music he listened to, Mom. What? Hmm.
0: I don't think these people understand how music
1: works. No. They sued Osborne and CBS Records in 1986, saying lyrics from the song, which include, May your bed rest your head, but you lie there and moan where to hide. Suicide is the only way out. That's what pushed McCollum into making this horrible decision.
0: Again, I don't think that's how that works. I think that he was considering it, and maybe, like, after he decided he was going to do it, he's like, you know what? Yeah. Because what's the point of making your fucking bed before you kill yourself? Like, why?
1: Uh, Anyways, the boy must have been pretty messed up before he he ever heard an Aussie record, Osborne solemnly stated in a television interview at the time. I mean... I can't help that, you know? I feel very sad for the boy, and I felt terribly sad for the parents. As a parent myself, I'd be pretty devastated if something like that happened. And I have thought about this. If the boot was on the other foot, I couldn't blame the artist. Uh, Osborne also insisted that the young man had misinterpreted his song's meaning. He said it was describing solution as in liquid, not a way out. The song's about the dangers of alcoholism. Alcohol will kill you just like any other drug will, Osborne added, it's just a terrible case of misinterpretation, and as far as I'm uh, as far as I'm concerned,
0: that makes sense. Uh,
1: what also makes sense is that I'm not reading this uh, as Ozzy. Yeah. So much much more easier. Even though I can barely read as it is, reading his quotes it's is a lot uh, pretty easier. Decent. To,
0: it's, it's hard to <laughs> decipher what the fuck he's ever trying to say. But right. yeah. So during this time, I mean, they said this was on Blizzard of Oz, so he was. Walked up. That's the whole reason why he went solo in the first place. He just couldn't get along with Black Sabbath. He was drunk as shit all the time. Everyone was tired of his shit. He was like quitting the band and then joining back with the band and then quitting the band again. Mm-hmm. Then he went solo, found Randy Rhodes, like put together this group. And he was just shit house the whole time. And so that group fell apart too because everyone was t- so tired of how unreliable he was. Mm-hmm. If he was actually going to perform the shows that he was scheduled to be at, were they going to cancel them because he was so hungover? um he was just so deep in the throes of alcoholism so suicide solution as in like a mixture you know solution science right
1: oh all right that's making sense now yeah i'm catching it very slowly
0: yeah that makes a lot of fucking sense yeah
1: if successful the mccullum lawsuit would have had huge consequences for not just osborne but for artists in every conceivable creative medium The creators of any film, television show, book, or piece of music could potentially have been held liable for the actions of of those who watched, read, or listened to it.
0: Okay, that's, yeah. So I'm glad this didn't work out because everybody, as soon as somebody died, everybody would be pointing fingers as to which artist was to blame. And then, like, nobody would be creating music or art anymore. We wouldn't have shit. We'd
1: be living in in some... Dystopian. Up. yeah yeah
0: you know what makes me want to kill myself fucking tiptoe through the tulips we're we gonna blame tiny tim I, <laughs> the lyrics don't explicitly state anything about killing yourself but it makes me want to fucking kill myself so I, what yeah. are we gonna do i mean there's
1: songs like that
0: if all music was just happy you don't think people would start dropping like flies i, I think there, we you need know, the angry music
1: there's a shania twang what's her name shania twain right yeah there's a song of hers i don't know what the fuck it's probably feel like a woman yeah it probably. makes me want to beat people because they played it every day at work over the shop speakers mm. and yeah. they only have 10 songs in the in the whole store oh and it oh, was fucking no. terrible
0: yeah i had a couple like that when i worked i worked at a harley davidson store fuck me, they had their own radio station and it played mm-hmm. the same fucking songs on repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that one? It's like, and it, it sucks, because I like Blue Oyster Cult, but there was one Blue Oyster Cult song that they played over and over and over again, and I was like, every time, fucking Godzilla or something like that, I'm like, I will kill everybody in here.
1: It, it's That's why I feel for uh, uh, retail workers during the holidays. Oh
0: my God, how do they, they do ju- it?
1: Did the Christmas music, it just makes you want to go postal sometimes.
0: Yeah, the, every fucking every fucking holiday season the first time i hear mariah carey (laughs) god damn it i went this long without fucking hearing that song this year i'm like if i hear it i'm gonna scream
1: there's an appropriate time for christmas music and that is after thanksgiving as long as it's uh, after thanksgiving you i won't say anything
0: i think christmas music is appropriate on christmas day and that's about fucking it and if you listen to it there's no or after, way there's
1: no way to stop that i I, I think the most appropriate thing is wait till after thanksgiving then it's fine that's my you know, rule that's, that's, really that's my rule at funny work
0: coming from you because i heard you listening to father christmas by the Kings yesterday on october 24th on
1: something if you would mind your own damn business
0: i was minding my own business <laughs> i was making a goddamn cloak in here Being and i heard nerd. christmas music coming from jake's bedroom you're welcome and, it's October. you know what, that's a good fucking point because Christmas music makes me want to kill myself too, but are we going <laughs> to get Mariah Carey on that one? Are we going to get her?
1: Uh, I don't we think can we try, are. You know.
0: This is just because they, are, they hate metal.
1: Okay. Anyways. That makes sense. Uh, back onto the subject here. Uh, there we are. The case was eventually dismissed by the state of California in 1988, so they started in 86, that was a couple years, uh, with the court declaring that uh, McCollum's suicide was not a foreseeable result of listening to Osborne's song. Well,
0: let's look at the stats. How many other people have listened to that song and not killed themselves during it?
1: Right. The family of another young man, Michael Waller, brought a similar lawsuit against Osborne that same year, alleging that subliminal messages hidden within Suicide Solution caused their son to kill himself on May 3rd, 1986. Their case was also unsuccessful. Mm-hmm.
0: Strange. I think it's a weird move from the, from the parents... Subliminal
1: messaging—I that's such bullshit. Playing the record backwards and hearing the devil's music.
0: I don't know. I just really don't think that that's like a a, a reason why anybody would. You got to be real unstable. And this is the '80s too. Um, so I'm gonna say mental health services were not as. Prominent as they are now, no. And if these kids were depressed or and not fitting in, there's still or still a huge stigma. Yeah, back they're then getting with bullied. There's no assistance for that. If they mm-hmm. have literally no friends, no coping mechanisms, like I mean, there's no way to pull yourself out of that because I don't think people fucking cared. And so to blame it on the music, which was probably no, the thing that was it, helping them. If
1: you if you expressed an issue like that, you're seen as weak.
0: Yeah, and also these are, yeah, they're both teenage boys, and I think that teenage boys especially have an incredibly difficult time um, expressing their emotions.
1: I I couldn't imagine, you know, I I imagine it was really bad in the 70s and into the 80s. Shit like that was bad when I was growing up. Right. Honestly, I don't know if it's gotten better because things still happen, and, and- now you have social media around, so maybe it hasn't gotten better. Right. I think social media has probably exacerbated a lot of issues for everybody, not just y- young boys and, you know, it's girls and everybody.
0: Yeah. In some way, it's made things worse. But I think in some ways, it's also made things better because people who <clears throat> might have struggled to find their people are able to.
1: It, it's a fine line. Yeah. You have to be careful with the Internet. Yeah. You have to be extremely careful with the internet because it, it is. Every such...
0: person that you're speaking to is an old man wearing a tutu Wh- in <laughs> fucking Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, again I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Ozzy right now. He's kind of pissing me off, especially in the story that I'm doing for Randy Rhodes, but I still don't think it was his fault. And no, yeah, that would be that would be all. really dangerous to start labeling. Uh, music and art as being the influence of somebody killing themselves like that's just fucking crazy Um, because killing yourself is like a very extreme thing and for a song to make you decide that this is the end like that's fucking ridiculous so i'm gonna go ahead and say it was probably not that that's our mini episode (laughs) we'll let you know how our mexican dinner with cassie goes tomorrow all right and the bully
1: do we have any new emails
0: nobody's emailing us oh we don't have any emails we got some spam i mean i'm pretty sure it's spam somebody's saying that our invoices do for something but i don't know what the fuck that would be about so i just marked them as spam and i've been ignoring it uh we're number 98 in chile we're number hey cool we're number 78 in australia right now
1: i'll take it
0: i don't recall being on their charts before so that's exciting
1: moving up in the world
0: we are moving the fuck up. Where
1: are we in Canada?
0: Ah, uh, we went down. Number oh. two thirty-five. I think that they have already listened to all of our episodes, so and they um, gave they, up on us. <laughs> to our Canadian listeners, <laughs> fucking recommend us to more of your friends. Let us know what you guys yes, want to hear.
1: Tell them, tell them we have millions of listeners and we're super popular.
0: Millions. <laughs> and we also have a Facebook group. We only let the most elite members in. That's why there's only um, a few hundred instead of millions. In. It's called Death by Music Podcast Fans, and you can communicate with us up there. So do that. And make sure you rest in peace. Later. Death by Music Podcast is written and produced by Victoria Motler, Alex Motler, Cassie Gardner, and Jake.